0: Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There it is. Thank you, Alliance. Another glorious start to the day in the morning sickness. And uh, emails from people coming in about that whole thing over there at the LGBTQ plus I-5731. Hut! Coffee shop that had the things. People are like, you know, I never thought of it the way you're saying it. Which is our grandparents never looked into anything. They just didn't like something. They were uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And they moved on. And they made comments and then didn't affect their life. Ah, these people. And then they were done with it. We need to be more like our grandparents in that way and less like them in the racist way. Get rid of the racism and keep the judgment. Somehow or another, you got to combo those things up. Bunch of freaks standing in a coffee shop dressed up like ladies. And then it's over. They don't even think about it the rest of the day. Well, did they freak out about Paul Lynn back in the day? Oh, <laughs> well Paul Lynn had the match Nelson Riley. Oh, they loved gays. That, that whole match game thing was just gay joke after gay joke and Paul Lynn was gay joke after joke. Yeah. But they liked that this uh and my grandpa I remember would watch Hollywood Squares and go, "He's a funny little queer." Like he would <laughs> he would call him what you know, he would judge him. My uncle watched Liberace on the Hollywood loved Squares the same He loved Liberace. Liberace would come out to do anything. Like this guy. Flaming. And then just be entertained beyond belief by the flamboyant nature of this weirdo. (laughs) Weirdos are entertaining. Our grandparents used to get it. They used to get it. Now, if you saw a guy dressed like Liberace walking down the road, you'd throw the elbow and say, look at this guy. But it was never like... You're not going to do that. It was never like, blow up the building he's in. They never thought that way. They didn't, you know, they would... They had trouble more with races. They didn't understand when people didn't look exactly like them as far as color went. They just just stayed apart. And that's all, all of them. Black grandparents didn't want you hanging around the white kids. And it was the same everywhere. We kind of eliminated that and then got all uptight about everything. So what? You have, you know. Again, if a bunch of drag queens start hanging out in your garage doing reading to kids, you'd be like, "All right, everybody out! This isn't nobody was invited to the." But if you you don't have to go, why blow it up? And you said it was the Proud Boys. That's what they're. But that's blaming what on they up? were saying on uh, the news this the, morning. Yeah, the gay coffee house. See, and that's another thing, and the gays are to blame for this. Is the and I'm uh, Stephen Holmberg's back, but the gays are to blame for this for having a gay coffee house in the first place. Just be a coffee house. And they always say, well, we're friendly to LGBTQ. Oh, we like you have to be. That's no like the law. <laughs> you, well,
1: you, like the gay Denny's didn't have any choice in being the gay Denny's. It
0: became the gay Denny's right. because straight people named it. This is a pretty gay Denny's. We right. kept saying at three in the morning when we wanted a moons over my hammy and we're watching dudes blow each other. We're like this this is a fairly gay Denny's. Like every table but me seems to be Very liberal here. Blowing each other. Yeah, of course the coffee house is gay friendly. You're forced to be friendly to all people by the law afterwards you whisper to anyone to serve them anymore but you have to or you're going to lose your you know it's stupid it's not worth it for your business so we got to stop with that crap we're a gay coffee house oh god your coffee is gay makes you gay what do you mean well it's just coffee so you're a coffee house shut up we're all friendly to the guy who was a Starbucks is a gay friendly coffee house because gays go in there and get coffee that's all just shut up about that we're a black-friendly store. Oh, they, you have to be. We made that a law. Of course, you are. It should be Use friendly it. to everyone. Just,
2: just behave too. Right. I mean, because hetero it. or gay, just no humping in front of everyone else. That's right, Brady. That's
0: right.
1: That's what you boiled in there. That's also a law, by the way, Brady. But yes,
0: no humping in front of everyone. It is a law. Nobody's doing that. That's the thing. Like I think that's what you're saying. I mean, what
2: you're saying, the gay Denny's. That doesn't mean. I mean, people think, oh, it's gay Denny's. That's all that's going on in there. That's not it. I never thought
0: they were actually humping in the Denny's. They're just the gay Denny's. It's where the gays go after the gay nightclub. And yeah, but that's how things build up. Like, oh, I go in there. I'm going to get. But that's where we're uptight. Nobody actually thinks Easy that. that. Yeah, Anybody that actually, I'm going to go in there and get blown by a gay. I'm going to fight. That's where we've lost our minds. That's nobody I know. That's where we have lost our minds. But that's my point. Calm her down. There's no reason to think that you're going to get blown or turned <laughs> yeah. into a gay for hanging out at the gay Denny's. I don't hang out at the gay Denny's because I don't want to get blown or turned into a gay. I'm smart enough to know that I'm susceptible.
1: Your neighbors don't even
0: hang out at the. No, it's cheap and weird yeah, and dirty, yeah. and then it's chocolate LeBaron's in the parking uh, lot, and it's yeah, it's the filth. But there is a law, Brady, that says no one can hump in public in front of you. I mean, that's all right. Yeah. You can call the police I and just stop don't go it. there. But I'm just saying, h- saying you, when you come
2: across being, a guy that we, we had a guy that was like, "I'm right. not going in there. Right? I might turn gay
0: because he's already gay.
2: Yeah, if he's
1: questioning. Yeah. If
0: you're worried about it, you're gay. If you're worried that a place can turn you gay. You're fighting how gay you are. That's all it is. Get it out of the way, then go in there. Please turn me gay if I go in there. Well then guess where you're just on the you're teetering, brother. And on you're on the you're you're so you're thinking about, about to enter uh, you know, blowjob town and it's starting to look good to you. I can't go in there, it's too tempting. That's what I hear. Blowjob town sounds enticing. I'd move there in a What's second. What's the
1: real estate like there?
0: Well, Brady would become mayor and have a no humping <laughs> <Right>? policy. And- <laughs> <laughs> Brady and Lolochop Town. No humping in front of each other. Brady throws that bomb out there. Well, that's already a law. We don't really have to worry. And I'm not worried about that. If people were humping in front of me, that's entertainment too. Well, that's why they had to shut down the rest areas. Sure. That's because of the priests. Because yeah. those Catholics that hate this so much yep. can not stop banging each other in the rest area. Papago Park was, like, ruined for whatever reason. In August, a dude in a black dress would just walk around sweating, waiting for somebody else in a black dress to show up so they could blow each other. Right here? Goes, right here. Papago really? Park was the place for priests to blow people. Wow. I had no idea. Google it. Priests. How many of them got caught at Papago Park? It was ridiculous. It was like a gay hangout, and priests were like, it is? Oh, well, let's go fix that. Uh, we're here to save you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It's it, no humping is a law, and I'm, I've never once been worried about it. Oh, these people are always humping in front of me. going to pass the law.
1: First result when you search Papago Park gay hangout is a website cruising gays <laughs> <Right>. Papago Park. <laughs> yeah, it's gay Phoenix cruising area.
0: It's a great. It used to be much worse. I wasn't allowed there at night. I, grew there when I was B.S. West, go there. Hole in the Rock. Those are bars. And, new oh, Town Saloon. They're wait. They're humping a Hole in a Rock. Apparently. Ah, oh, for crying out loud! I know everybody humps in Hole in the Rock, but I don't want it to be like a. I knew about B.S. West, the gay green book of where to go to bang.
3: <laughs> I think that isn't that new. T- that's right over here. Hole in the Rock. No, no, no. The uh, New the Town other, Saloon. Yeah, I think that's like right there. Uh, on yeah, the, Van and NU U- U- Town. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen that. I'm familiar with it.
1: I'm familiar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They got a law in there says uh, humping is okay. Yeah, you know when people no public displays that get out of hand. I remember I was at the Peta Jungle and it was Gay Pride Week. Just standing in the Peta Jungle. Now already I'm in a Peta Jungle. I pretty much know what I'm getting into. It's going to be a diverse group. You. And it was Gay uh, uh, Pride Week, and these two guys came in, and were, we're all waiting in line for something. I don't remember how the line worked to get food there. we were to go. And the dude just pins his boyfriend up against a wall. I mean, kind of like in a... Accused a kind of way? Yeah, almost a little bit like on the pinball machine. <laughs> Pushes him up against the wall. And, I mean, they just start tonguing hard. It was aggressive and sort of... It was off-putting.
1: You were going to say, hi.
0: Here comes the mayor. All <laughs> right. That's enough. No humping in public. It's an ordinance. <laughs> but somebody said, hey, guys, get a room. And he turned he goes... Can't handle gays. No? I just don't want to watch this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that guy's kind of right. Like, nobody wants to see it. I don't care if it was beautiful heterosexuals. It's just enough already. You're spitting all over everything. We're trying to eat. All right, it's, I'll tame it down. No making out. Yeah. Man, just don't be sexy. Don't, don't be all sexy. You can be flirtatious and whatever, but save it for <laughs> private places. Or the parking lot. Where you start making out up against the car. You know that. It's you banged a Finish it. your yeah. flapjacks and get no. home. Brady banged in a parking lot at a restaurant. You know, true. sometimes you just can't help it. That's mm-hmm. why you're worried about no this. humping in public. He's experienced it. I know what it's like your ass flapping in the wind. shameful. <laughs> knock it off. Yeah, just be cooler. Walk by, like we used to That's be. That's a good statement all around. Be cooler. Walk by, pull this stick out. Walk by the LGBTQ coffee house, which acts like it's doing something different than any other coffee house, but legally they're not. And you walk by and you look in there and go, look at all of them. And then just keep going. Just do what our grandparents did. Just act like, ugh, weird for me. That's not normal. <laughs> the same way a gay guy would walk by heterosexual friendly coffee house. Again, they all are. I'd just say, oh, look at them all in there, just acting all breeder. <laughs> it's fine. Now, I get I get called up by look my, at them all pros. My neighbors call me a breeder all the time. I'm like, I had a vasectomy. You're not breeding, yeah, but you do it the way breeders do it. I'm like, yeah, you know, the right way, the <laughs> you way know, it was intended. You guys have mucked it all up, and they laugh, yeah, and you we have, have a good modified. T- yeah, we guys have. Go- look, we do it too, <laughs> but it's a challenge. You guys make it easy. Put some stakes on it, you know? <laughs> don't, don't make it so simple. You, guys, you know how hard I have to work for that thing? Yeah, but we don't have to get fixed. <laughs> you should. Well. <laughs> Just in case.
1: Because
0: nowadays, you don't know who you're running into. What is it? Bick Tarvey might have yeah. a little bit otherwise That there. dude, well, that doesn't stop you from getting no, the HIV. No. But that dude can still get pregnant. I've been reading the news. <laughs> you don't know what's going on underneath that dress. It might look the part, but it's got ovaries and stuff. Be careful. We're all too uptight. I find, I find it most absurd that a coffee house puts a rainbow flag up and acts like they're doing something different than any other place in the city. The Civil Rights Act made it so you have to serve gays. You can't not do it. If you do, you're running into trouble. You, know, you don't have to make them a cake for their wedding. If you choose not to have their business, that's fine. But you have to serve gay people food. At a restaurant, you can't just go. No, gays, you're out. We don't serve you. It's yeah. illegal. So a gay coffee well, house is nothing. you've always said
1: the market. The market usually bears that out. Like Absolutely, if
0: you're, if you're I'm good. all for. it. Look, I think the Civil Rights Act hid it, hid the the bad guys.
1: Yeah,
0: it made it so people who hate serving you used to make it out loud. They put signs up and said, "We don't want this group or this group or this group in my store." And then why would you go there? And if the neighborhood makes that a thriving business, then the whole net. You need to leave that neighborhood. They hate you. I don't understand. I like the menu. What's this uh, no minority. <laughs> it's no minorities. Uh, get out. We don't serve you. Oh, right. Well, I don't want food from you. You're going to do terrible things. To Welcome him. to Gilbert. Right. Exactly. Gilbert has signs <laughs> that says good luck minorities, <laughs> uh, but we have to serve you. Anyway, speaking of gays, I was teasing uh, Brett yesterday because the White Sox now have a player that they're, you know, that's the big spring well, training he story. He got
1: adamant about it, didn't he? Well, he uh, like, oh. got indignant
0: who, Brett? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Fired Fire. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's all fired up about being gay, the player for the White Sox. And then uh, I got an email from a guy who used to play baseball. And that's the big story going into spring training. This is the first week they're practicing, then games start Friday. And they're, you know, springs in town. But everything, of course, being an ESPN nightmare, you have to find who's gay, who's got one foot. I don't know what's going on. Nobody just can be a baseball player anymore. It says, uh, I saw the story, John. I used to play uh, minor league ball. So I instantly thought about you. Huh? Mm. you talked about what a good career move it would be to just be gay if things start going south for you minor league white Sox prospect since 2017 you're in the minors for six years Uh, his name is anderson (laughs) comas couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag as an outfielder in four seasons Uh, hasn't made it above a ball switched to pitching in 2022 his era was a six plus in 11 innings now he's got the headlines Uh, From the White Sox and the Major League Baseball website that he publicly came out as gay, which is a brilliant career move for a guy who's on the chopping block this spring training. Is it a hate crime if he gets released? They're not going to take that chance. God damn it, why didn't I think of doing this when I was with the White Sox? I could have milked at least two more years out of this. As always, legendary thoughts and a visionary. Thank you, John. And I told him, I said, I could have been your PR guy. I'd had you blown Mark Burley until you were the, you know, you 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 were the ace. And he goes, and I would have done it. Mouthful, smile on my face until I took his spot in the rotation. (laughs) That's right. It means a lot. But that is a good move, and I think that's what that guy's done. He's bought some time.
3: By the way, I'm gay. He's bought time, but uh, like we were just talking about, even like the NFL with... uh, Michael Sam. Yeah. I mean, he didn't... No. He got his time in in the sun, but, I mean, he didn't. But, you know. Some would say,
2: felt he got extension because of that. That's possible, yeah. Jeff
3: Fisher did, and that's why he can't coach
0: in the NFL anymore. That's the quiet thing. But he was the one who said, they're making me draft a gay guy. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, so what? Is he good? And he's like, I don't want him. And then other guys, now he got, what's his name, the. Carl Nassib has been gay for years and hasn't raped one person in the well, locker room. Well, apparently he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. And also, he's keeping his dick to himself and following Brady's rules of no humping, please. It's pretty easy. It's pretty simple, you know. <laughs> it is pretty. It is, you know, actually. I've had trouble containing. Sometimes, like, i got to hump somebody, like, now. <laughs> I, I... We've all run into that wall. but I just find it funny that we have to say it. You know, it's pretty easy not yeah, to hump anybody. It is even, a simple rule like to follow. It's, it's, you know, do unto others, kind of. If they want to hump you, hump them back. But if they don't and you don't, then don't do it. Yeah, no humping. It's a great law. Yeah, so this guy's now, he's the story of the spring training, but he's not good at baseball, not good enough to be a pro. I mean, he's good at baseball. Being in the minors, I
3: won't ever bash him. He's a pro. He's He's a professional baseball. He's not not an MLB player, he's a single A, double A guy, tops. And that's probably where he'll just wind up. They won't cut him, but he probably won't make the big club.
0: If they keep doing these stories on him, there's going to be a lot more attention paid, that's for sure. Uh, so, John, is
1: that why they're it, building all those new ball fields over by Papago? I used to ride ride at night at Papago. Yeah. The golf course loop, we called it, was yeah. the spot for the gays. They would wear white shirts to identify. Now what? Just a San Francisco <laughs> Giants shirt? Is that yeah. all you have to Can have? Can I
0: ask why the gays want to hang out at all these biking trails just to confuse us bikers?
1: Yeah, because you're other sodomy riders.
0: Sodomy uh, uh, gulch. Is the dreamy draw, and at night it turns into a different place. Do they all wear white shirts. Re- they've been remodeling it for the last. It's supposed to be beautiful, but they're the. <laughs> I wonder and why they've they've torn down all of the old pavilion and parking lot, so you can't go in there anymore. So they've uh, they've abandoned it. Maybe they're back at Papago now. But what is it about blowing a dude in the desert that's better than? It's a dry Motel heat. Motel Six, I guess it's a dry heat. Not for long. It's know, not. Motel Six. <laughs> I'll take you a give it four minutes. you are not dry at all.
1: John, just make sure you have a flat
0: repair kit on when you're riding. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to have all your utensils. If you don't have your little Allen wrench thing, and you don't stop. Oh crap! I got a pinch flat. Hi. What's well, it's crawling out of the ground here? They're Where nocturnal. Did you say pinch? Yeah. <laughs> They're nocturnal hunters. Look how big his eyes are. But, yeah, he's going to play uh, for the White Sox now, and. I got you a jersey. It's on the way. Oh, thank you. He's number sixty-seven. He's close. He's off by two. He's off by two. <laughs> <laughs> he should be number eleven. from two big sticks. But yeah, he's the guy who's you know now the big story in baseball. And it's like, come on, we, we're we're stretching, aren't we? If a guy's gay in baseball, he's got to be good at it to matter, don't you think? He can't just be gay and a single A guy. Nobody's going to care about that. There's probably been billions of gay single A baseball players. <laughs> Loads of them. And there's probably just by definition or percentage a bunch of them playing in the pros that just are like, eh, ah, I'm going to go hit the ball and go home and hit the ball. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a thing you need to, like, scream all the time. But I'm sure there's plenty of gay players in baseball. And I know for a fact that there are because they're called Chicago White Sox. So <laughs> they have a name for them. The Sox used to be a different color. They made them white. <laughs> The crisp White Sox of Chicago. I like it because they're the ones that have to deal with it. And the last place that wants to tolerate uh, any sort of inclusivity is Southside Chicago. (laughs) That is is a rough group that is not really, uh, you know, too accepting of that kind of stuff. My uncles are, all my uncles are White Sox fans pretty much. And who. That's a group that doesn't want another death to disco night. Oh yeah, it. oh yeah. They, they didn't even like disco music <laughs> to the point where they blew up their own stadium. So I can't imagine what they're going to do to this. It's going to be pretty good. Holmberg's morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and then the uh, and then the fun part. I, I saw this thing last night. I was. I I want to donate my body to this. They uh, were—they found a bunch of dead skeletons somewhere in the world. I don't even care where it was, but it was like Europe. And had, they had they all these chunks out of their heads. And they're like, those aren't axe chunks. What were they hitting with? And two scientists got the job to smash skulls, the forensics, to find out what was hitting these people. Because they all died from like a similar wound, and it wasn't an axe wound. Uh, It was like a – Some type of hammer? They don't know. They couldn't tell. That Adz, they kept saying. And I don't know what that is, but that's an axe that's – you know those axes that have the blade go kind of parallel to the the stick? They're they're not – like the axe – an axe has it like 90 degrees off of the handle. These are straight up, and then it's got that like rainbow shape. A little pick. It looks like an umbrella. Oh, Oh, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And it's got the things on it. So these two scientists are like, we got to do something about this and figure out what killed all these. There's 32 bodies they found, and we got to find out what killed them. And so they went back to a lab and got a bunch of skulls and just started mashing them with stuff. And I'm like, this is this is the type of science they need in eighth grade. You want more kids to be scientists, you bring in a bunch of skulls and let them smash them with maces and axes and hammers and and then go. This is what happens when you hit a guy in the head with this stuff. They ran out of skulls and started using fake skulls. These guys couldn't stop hitting things. I'm like, that's what I want. And I want my body donated to that. And I want my picture next. I want a picture of my face on the skull. I want I want people to know this is it. And then just beat the tar out of that.
2: They kind of do that on uh, that Discovery Channel where they make the weapons and they show you the yeah. damage they can but do. They
0: do it, yeah, but they do it off of fake stuff. They, yeah, I mean, they little, make the uh, you know phony.
2: Synthetic. Man garbage. Skin I, want some, I want some
0: people that thought they were doing the right thing. They donated their bones and body to science only to try to discover what killed people 2,000 years ago. <laughs> like, that can't be helpful towards the future. It's just to figure out something. Like, you want your body donated to science and then they cure something with it. Like, they do experiments in your bones. Oh, right, he's got something in his bones that can help us do this. These guys just... They did what they did at that frozen head center. They just played soccer and crush them ups with it awesome and i was like ah i should have paid more attention in science that's a gig right there yeah we're out of uh heads (laughs) they ran out of heads they i mean they ran out of i gave you 200 donated skulls (laughs) we'll make some but it's not the same you know it's just not the same i like those big eye holes staring at me when i swing an adzee, which i just now learned what it was at a thing and they're like more than likely it was adzies. we're gonna need several hundred more skulls to be sure though
2: and the people have no idea. They just get that letter. Thank you so much for the donation.
0: If you'd like to donate or come to one of our luncheons, I went to one of the luncheons for donated body parts, and everybody was talking. I never once had the guy come up and go, yeah, you figured out how druids died years ago, thanks to your uncle. What did you do with him? Oh, we mashed the living out of his head with well, something called an adzy. It's, a, it's, a, it's an axe that's on top. Why? Oh, we had to figure out how these guys died.
2: I think we got a lovely letter from Asplund. <laughs> yeah. <It's
0: laughs> turns out, the, remember Uncle Joe? His skull went through a chipper, and they've, <laughs> they've invented something to still Well, that's the great new news. New safety procedures. A new safety procedures so people's skulls don't get mashed up by wood chippers. Thanks old Uncle Joe's donation. And just push him right through. It's uh, fascinating. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to be. Uh, when I went to the Body Works exhibit, I tried to sign up at the end, and they wouldn't let me. They only want Asians. They didn't say that, but I'm convinced that's what was going on because everybody there was Asian.
2: Discrimination.
0: That's what I thought. Like, why don't you want a white guy? You don't do anything. I'm like, oh. So they just didn't want, like, doughy white guy body because that's not an exhibit. (laughs) Here's what sedentary life will look like without skin on it. But I was like, yeah, take it all apart because I thought it was just awesome. And then some of them, they'd have, like, the name of the guy who donated it. This one kid had uh, got hit by a car skateboarding. And they peeled his skin off and showed what muscles do when you're skateboarding. I'm like that's awesome, and that was his parents' wish—like to have him enshrined, like, well, dead, doing what he loved. They put his his skinless, weird body on a skateboard, and then pointed out how your muscles work while you're skateboarding. It's the coolest thing in the world. And I tried to sign up, and like, I want to give my body to this. I'm like, oh, it's an intense process. I'm like, yeah, and you're not Asian. I'm
3: like, yeah. What does that have to do I noticed. Yeah, I
0: know. I know Thanks. that. You want to see what a peeled-up white guy looks like? No, we've seen it. Nobody wants to see that. That never. That doesn't come around anymore. Like all the bodies got rotten or something. The really cool part of that. Why not Asians. Maybe not enough Asian donors. Impossible. The really cool part of it was, well, because at the end, they encourage you to donate. And I'm like, well, this is going to go on forever. We're going to have one of these in every city. And I guess not enough people did. But the uh the cool part about it was the uh, when you see heart disease and you see a smoker's lung and they have yeah. them on display like healthy lung, moderate smoker, heavy smoker, super cancerous smoker and the lungs are black
3: not yeah. the inside the like whole thing's charcoal yeah.
0: it's the craziest thing like this is what a sm- this guy smoked every day of his life for 25 years and that's what his lungs look like when we peeled them apart I'm like oh there's not you remember seeing to that color.
1: remembering the primatine mist ads that yeah. would show whatever
0: yeah. the breathing things yeah. were
1: opening up. And then they actually show you that yeah. on, on a yeah. smoker. Yeah. And they're not. It's, it's
0: black. Cooked. It's you cooked. Cooked it. Yep. And the healthy lung was like, it looked delicious, actually. It was bright pink. It was. The other ones were awful. I love that. But I would love to donate my. I, I would like to make that like a thing. A donate my body to funny science. I don't want to. I don't want to have my eyeballs live on. I don't want to have... They may have actually parted the body's exhibit. Right. I don't want to Like either. there's
2: always just one at some place, another at another. I
0: want to dictate what happens. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't want my organs living on. That creeps me out. Sorry, people who love organ donation. It just freaks me out. So I got. So If I get past it someday, I'll do it. But I want to do- donate my body to uh, hilarious science where they just find out how much a body can take. They ask plunge. Like, make it so you push me through... A wood chipper that's designed to not chop up skulls there'll be failures and then just film it i'd, I'd be an instagram superstar
1: you're advancing what would you call know. them axes
0: as <laughs> yeah, uh, oh adsies yeah adzies. yeah find out because nobody even knew what it was and they were trying to figure out what kind of damage it can do and i'm right. like this is the dumbest science experiment ever I wonder if this is a thing of course are they coming back of course a top of the <laughs> handle axe is going to crush a skull
1: same as the flail. Yeah. I, really, I saw one of those things where they were the taking mess. skulls to flails.
0: Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and they're just smashing stuff. But then the axe wound was like a moon shape, and the adze was like a hardcore hit. Like, this is, this is what they died of. Success. <laughs> you guys, they're just dead from head wounds. So we had to know what they were using. Why are they coming back? Are we worried about them? But I would like that. I would like to we smash. We figured
2: out the instrument.
0: Now the question is, why? <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. Here's what rocks look like smashing into John's head. I'm all for that. That was the neatest thing because they were just crushing skulls, throwing them to the side. That was one. Take a look at that one, see if it's the same as the next 33 I hit. And then the other guy said, Give me the axe. I want to do it. (laughs) They're scientists. I want to be a scientist. They didn't ever do that in our classes. Talks about the moon and dirt. Boring. First day of science class. If I was a science teacher, I'd have a skeleton in there and go, "We're going to find out what happens to a skull when you hit it with an adze." You're going to learn a lot today. And kids would pay attention <laughs> if they all got a whack at the, and then candy fell out of them or something. You'd go at it in class, maybe <laughs> yeah. with a Nerf adzes. Nerf? What are you crazy? Reenact battle. Science is that? I'm do. I'm letting the kids chunk the skull. Nerf. It's the point of Nerf. You let them. Take out that and then tell them this used to be a real person. There's a real skeleton. We get to hit it. Oh, you get to pinata that thing, Miguel. You go crazy. Sweet. What are we learning? Learning what, a, what happens to a skeleton when you smash it in a science <laughs> class. It's awesome. Everything about science is just learning whatever you're doing. Then yeah, you make them a pinata. Skeleton pinata would be pretty great. You start smashing those things with heavy bats. And speaking of heavy bats, that dude at, at Intel. Yeah. How about that guy? Just wanders into the well, Intel and he campus. Did it in two thousand one. Yeah, he he's shown up before yeah. to smash people. He showed up at the, the Intel second time. Yeah. Well, with he didn't kill
1: anybody in two thousand one, but he oh. but he
0: beat them up. He showed up to knock heads around, and then he shows up with a bat and beats yeah. people to death at work. Jeez, that's a new one.
1: And again. From what I was reading, he's a little bit of the weird guy. He's the guy in the office. That... But he's like the, the late night cleanup crew. Oh, he is? I think like, he's not he's not putting chips together. Right? So at
3: any point now. Well, they've got all that construction going on out yeah. there, so it's probably. Just parking parking yeah. problem. He's just mad at was parking. Was he upset
2: they get
0: 10 weeks of vacation <laughs> every four <laughs> I, years I, I or don't something know, like that? No. But he wandered in. Does that mean that our cleaning crew can someday just be furious with us and come wandering in here with a bat? I think that's. Well, they're here in Shannon's here. We're good. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not going to. And
1: Shannon keeps the door closed. Did
0: That's their that, he he that language, too. Didn't he go back in during. That is true. Shannon can talk to them. We need Shannon here 24 hours a day just in case they show up. Because Shannon will. Mr. Hernandez will speak to you now. Madman. What are But yeah, that was a crazy story. And the guys. And then you read, and it's like he's, he's, he's shown up to beat people up before. And then uh, he does it, and he succeeds. And the crazy office guy had a bat this time, not a gun. And it's not even that big a news story because if you don't shoot, you don't get. All the attention. This is the same thing as anybody else wandering into a building and going nuts. But he just beat two people to death with a bat. And he's a cleaner. I didn't see that part. He's a cleaning crew guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was an employee, like, working side by side. I do he was, but
1: I, don't, I don't think he was doing the, the, the main work.
0: Which is... Putting together chips,
3: just just yeah.
0: Fabricator. It off. <laughs> That's, it's fabricating, painting.
3: Yep. He's an airbrushing. Yeah. <laughs> did they make him clean his mess up before they hauled him away, or what? <laughs> I mean, he is the cleaner. It's like, all right, no, pal. They
1: found him hauling duffel bags yeah. of oh, his car. So he
3: did clean it.
0: He's like an there, Italian.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh well, the better part is he, he kept his he kept his yeah. job
0: first and foremost. <laughs> now, I got to clean all this up. God damn it! I knew you'd be a bleeder, Bruce. But, yeah, that's a crazy story out there. You come in with a bat, start knocking people around. And, again, it's a a little message. Maybe today, if you know you're the prettiest lady in the office, and you know when you are, maybe walk by the office weirdo today and just go, hey, what's going on? Huh, me? Yeah, just seeing how you're doing. I'm good. Okay. And then walk away. Don't flirt. Don't do anything other than acknowledge that he's alive. That buys us all a couple of days. I got you a bat. No, no, no. Don't give him weapons. (laughs) Brady, no. Don't give him a gift. Don't touch him. Just acknowledge that he breathes the air you breathe. No, you don't give him things. Walk by and go, hey, how are you? Hey, ma'am. Doing good? I am now. And then for like a week, he's happy. And then he starts to boil up again. You got to go back over. Send the other. Send the second hottest girl over. Hmm. And she wanders by and just, just make sure the office weirdo is being attended to. They, they all sit quietly in part of the, in in the corners of the office and plot your death. Every office has one. Every construction site has one. Everybody's got an office weirdo. The difference on construction sites are usually somebody else is armed too. You have a nail gun or a hammer. The office weirdos are kept at bay in construction sites because they know if they start to attack a guy, a bunch of dudes with hammers are right there. Our office weirdo,
3: he never gets any attention. <laughs> Ever. He has to wander around. There's better send Joe and Kristen down there to say hi this morning.
0: <laughs> We're just coming by to say, hey, we haven't seen your office. All right. All right. You ladies want to come in? No. <laughs> just saying hey. And then move on. Yeah, send down the... Send in the blondes. He's acting, <laughs> he's acting froggy. He's into bigger girls. Okay, we got those too. Send a couple of... Everybody's got those. <laughs> send in the thick girls. Send in the thick girls. The crazy black guy is acting weird. Sending the thickest girl we've got. If you've got like cause he was a black guy at Intel. You needed to send that Iggy Azalea wandering by as Ooh, you're cleaning up so nice. What? You're the best janitor ever. I, what? Oh. God damn, that's a thick ass. Bye. And then for two or three days he's just thinking about that. They're not gonna smoke not gonna smoke people. Office weirdos need to be paid attention to, not treated like the office weirdos. They're doing their they do that on their own. You want that. So be nice today. Find your office weirdo and even then Hug a weirdo. Hug a, don't <laughs> touch a weirdo, but maybe even like go by and go, hey, we're all going to lunch if you want to tag along. And then if he says yes, then he's go, Oh, lunch got cancelled. Like uh, make sure that like lie about something. Make sure that he's I mean, we were gonna include you, but then it didn't happen and then but don't go traipsing off to lunch without him. You know, we looked for you. That's a good one. We looked for you before lunch. See if you want to tag along with us. But, oh, I was working. Ah, you're always working. You're a hard worker. Great job. And then wander by his office and go, okay, I think we got him covered for a little bit. You see it when Paul, who's not the office weirdo, but he's the office powder kick. You give him a little bit of love now and again. You're good, Paul. Everything's fine. I just want to kill David and Jill and and Julie. All right. <laughs> But you're not going to, right? No. All right. We're all right. (laughs) But I want to. I want to. Mentally slaughtering them right now. That's all. I mentally slaughter the entire lot. But don't actually do it. And then he breathes, and you talk about football for a little bit, and he's fine again. Get him off on the coyotes? Forget about it. That's where he's going to
3: lose it. (laughs) He's going to start killing coyotes. Uh,
0: what do you got on the big board of musical treats this
3: morning, sir? Wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to take care of you. It looks like they're going to get another bunch of storms heading up north. so right now, uh, it's raining. Yeah, it, it was raining here a little while ago, yeah. so uh, now's the time to get your skis uh, maintained. They can do the, They can do all the waxing, do all the repairs that you're going to need, or if you don't want to do that you want to hit the trails like I did yesterday. Bike just, it uh, out. Yeah, just bike it out. So, actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go, and uh, just go and visit the boys. They're over there on at uh, Guilt Road and Southern. And on the list today, lots of talk with uh, Aerosmith. Dude, likes, <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Scatterbrain. Blue hey, Reed. Me, dude. Walk on the wild side. <laughs> Tool. Prison sex. Yeesh. Uh who was in my room last night from the Butthole Surfers? The Revolting Cocks, do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> see, we had a band uh, called the Butthole Surfers. And people yeah, were, nobody and the Revolting didn't, Cocks. Didn't, yeah. Society didn't go sideways. Uh, clutch in Flames, Corn. Butthole Surfers. When
0: I see it now, it kind of dawns on me is how hilarious that actually is. How stupid <laughs> that name is. And they're, they're, they made it. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you, you said want.
1: said it's the anniversary of, I'm trying to find the text, of a Metallica release today. It is? Yeah, I think so. Of which one? Damage Inc. Oh, Master of Puppets was released on this day. So I think Damage Inc. would be appropriate. No
0: kidding. Is that right?
1: Well, according to this guy. Again, I'm just reading the text. How many many years years ago was that? Was
0: that 86? I think so. Taking a shot there with Master of Puppets. So we're pushing 40 on that one? Good Christ. That was 37 years ago. Oh my God! That doesn't seem right.
1: According to the Wikipedia, March third, nineteen eighty-six is when it was released.
0: I'm Incorrect.
3: He just not Dang
0: uh, it. maybe the song was released. That could be Master of Puppets, and the album came out a couple weeks later. That's possible. We're still not doing it. I'll let you pick, Brett. What do you want?
3: I mean, this guy's been asking for this Clutch song for like All a right. month. Animal Farm. It is. Yeah. All right,
0: we'll go with some Clutch. Clutch is always solid.
3: The movie Nine and a Half Weeks too, so. came out in
2: 1986.
0: This was in today. Release, yeah. 1986, today. Mickey Rourke. Right after Valentine's or... Day. Oh, man. Well, that, we watched that with uh, guests once. My, uh, We had f- friends uh, come over for Thanksgiving. And nobody knew. For some reason, none of our family was aware of what this was. And everybody watched this, this sex porn <laughs> for Thanksgiving. I was laying on the floor. I was like staring. I thought Kim Basinger was about as great. She's possible Mount Rushmore. And she's crawling around in that dude's. And then I remember the mother of the other family. They were the Eddie family. It was Tina and her mom and her sister came by. And uh, she goes, my God, it's been years since I've had a thigh gap like that. I didn't know what a thigh gap was, but she was impressed with the space between Kim Basinger's thighs when she stood up Stood up straight. <laughs> And I think that that lady was getting pretty moist on our couch. <laughs> she wasn't like, turn it off. She was into it. Turn it up. And our whole family, I don't know how weird that had to get. Our whole family sat and watched all of Nine and a Half Weeks. That would Weeks be a little intense. With another family. another family. movie? Yeah, on Thanksgiving. We all had bellies full of the turkey and happiness. They didn't have football at night on Thanksgiving back then. And we watched Nine and a Half Weeks it was great one of your favorite Thanksgivings <laughs> it was it's, it stands out I'll tell they you that memorable. it certainly was it deviated from the norm when we all watched porn after no arguments with the neighbor family and my sister and her friend that was her friend's family so Tina was my sister's friend and they hung out and then she had a little a little sister' who was a couple of years younger than me and there I am like 15 at the time just Completely bonered up. I can't move. I'm laying on the floor on my stomach because I'm like, Jesus, there's, we got company. I can't have this. Yeah, <laughs> if I have, if I have to stand up at all, this is I'm going to run out of this room. But then that lady started to talk about space between size. and I'm like, all right, Soakzilla over there is definitely wrecking our couch. So my boner's no you big deal, me. man. Soakzilla is pretty solid. <laughs> I like Soakzilla. <laughs> uh, it is raining. A little bit, right? So we got the wet. Fl- and I was watching. Uh, uh, everybody goes crazy about those people that live over in Tonto Basin because they, they have to cross that active river to go home. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. It's up yeah, off yeah, the yeah. 87, and they live in a little area that there's no road to it. And they always cry when it rains, and the snow melt has got it flooded. And they're like, well, now it's going to rain too. What are we supposed to do? Move. Build a bridge or move. And I know the kids died there last year, and yeah. people are getting swept down that thing all the time, and they're like, ah. Stupid creek. There's no answers here. And then they got a guy on. He said, well, the bridge that we're building will be done next fall. Not How, soon enough. What are you building that thing out of? You can build a bridge in a week. I thought the Army Corps engineer yeah, had those you portable those, bridges. Can't you, yeah. can't you get these people a an effing bridge for a few days while this golden gate that they're building over this creek gets done in the next year and a half? But they're sitting there like, what happens if one of us has a heart attack? How will emergency services get in? And I'm Probably like, should have thought of that you <laughs> moved there knowing there's an active river separating you from society. And yeah, we, it's about time we do a bridge. When we bought it, it wasn't running. Nobody told you that the slightest bit of rain, this thing floods, like, you know, biblically? No, man, we, no we didn't know. So, yeah, building the Army Corps of Engineers can do that, right? They did that when the I-10 started to collapse. The next day, there were bridges. Build these people a bridge for trying to And then the bridge, are like, this bridge costs $26 million. You've overshot that. We can, build a, we can build a tent bridge a foot and a half off the ground. We'll be fine. No, well, it's got to be structurally perfect. $26 million. I'd give those people $26 million and say, go buy a house where people live. We don't want to leave. We're on an island away from... All right, well, then quit pitching that fire trucks can't get to you because you live in water.
2: Take that bladder out of uh, Tempe Town
0: Lake. <laughs> Put Clog it up for a couple right of days. <laughs> Clog it up for a couple of days. Move them out. <laughs> hey, scoot them over on the other side of the creek. They made the, the crucial error is they're on the bad side of the creek. The creek they can still live by. These get, wow, are too close to the freeway. That's what you're bitching about. You need roads. People died there last year. You know, I'm not Nostradamus, but I could have predicted that. They were children, right? You you drove them across a active river. You're risking it every time. Why do we have to do this? Look, if I lived in the Hawaii on the volcano... On a vent? Yeah. <laughs> somebody's got to do something about it's, this. Uh, no, it's me. I have to do something about this. Goddamn lava. You know, I'm calling the authorities. You know, build me an umbrella around my house. Like, no, move. We don't want to move. Then you got to live with this problem. It's... Really kind of a black and white issue here. But I feel bad for them because they won't build them a bridge. And the one they're trying to build is evidently the most beautiful thing of all time. It's taken 22 months to get a bridge over a creek. <laughs> $26 million to get that thing built. That that thing better have breasts on it for $26 million. I'm going to walk by and give it a squeeze. This is the best bridge ever. Great right, job.
1: what my tax money got me.
0: Yeah. I feel bad for the people in Tonto Basin, but Move. You did it yourselves. Oh, yeah, there's 1,700 people there. When you exactly and when you isolate from society, that's the
2: problem. Yeah, you live in Arizona. I've seen some projects of homes getting done with uh, bricks, digging uh, sprinklers out. The, they're done in
3: like three yeah. hours. Yeah, we can, we can build stuff quick. They build houses in Queen Creek in like three days. <laughs> we'll so I you. mean, you're good. Put a put a oh that's what the uh, the Spangler
0: family has chimed in Spanky and the boys and Brian has said uh, put a giant dirt ramp there and give them all dirt bikes they clear the clear the gap fifth gear is where evil Knievel style comes in pussies all right well we don't want to start calling them names if they can't make the jump because your family can yeah ramp them do something but uh, they showed yesterday they showed a, a bunch of cars and the water's flowing they're doing it again like didn't you you guys are, people die in this all, well, you're doing it. It's horrifying. It's nothing to joke about. I'm not joking. I'm giving you advice. Move. My house is in the middle of a floodplain. W- what happened? It got flooded. <sighs> wow, it's shocking. I don't know what to tell you there, Cletus. I think you should hop on your pogo stick and get over that creek. <laughs> <laughs> the creek is our lifeblood. Uh, then quit complaining. Build a bridge for these people. Army Corps of Engineers can do that. I think you can Lego a bridge in twenty-two months. Right. I think if I think forever. the four of us idiots, if you gave us enough Legos, could build them a bridge before the bridge yes. they're talking about gets done, and it would be functional.
3: Yep. Have they started the bridge? I don't know. It's but the one too guy too wet. <laughs> well, they
0: must have. If it's, <laughs> right. be it's done. too scary, yeah. they can't get equipment down there. <laughs> it's it's the river's going nuts. Have you seen
1: it? They're not going in there.
0: <laughs> they put them in oceans. Take 50 beaver, head up north, get that thing. Damn it up for five minutes, lego a bridge across, and get these people in and out. Yeah, you can damn it and probably drop it somewhere else. I don't know what they're doing. I I live in a place that starts on fire every few minutes. Oh, geez, what happened? My house burned down. Wow, were you surprised? Completely. I can't believe this happened. Hmm, hmm. I think you all
3: need psychiatrists and uh, helicopters. This guy, going back to the weirdo thing, he goes, oh, great. Every time someone says hi to me now, I think I'm going to be the office weirdo. Well, you know what? Yeah.
0: Sometimes you, Maybe need, you to, are. need to recognize. <laughs> if you th- hey, here's the thing. If you think you're the office weirdo, you're the office weirdo. <laughs> yeah. If it's even in your mind, am I the office weirdo? Does everyone think I'm going to kill them? If you think that, you're the office weirdo. If you've said it, like, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks I'm the guy who's going to shoot the place up. And some of you like it. That makes you the active office weirdo. You can be a dormant office weirdo, and you can be an active office weirdo. If you smile and think, I think I'm the office weirdo, you're an active office weirdo. If you're questioning it and it makes you feel sad, you're a dormant office weirdo. But either way, you're the office weirdo. And if a lot of people come up to you and say hi or invite you to lunches that never happen, you're the office weirdo. Start, you know... Find the cool, make it like those, like make it like the movie Hitch or something. Find the cool guy in the office and go, hey, you need to dress me or something. I gotta, like in our building, just go down to Joseph and say, will you take me shopping? I don't want to be the hey, weirdo. Stitch fix. Yeah, come yeah, on over here. Yeah, come over to my thing. Why do you look good and I'm in a vest all the time? How come I always look like a longshoreman and you look like a GQ model? What's the difference here? Take me shopping. I asked the gays, my gay neighbors, to take me shopping once because I had to go to one of their events, and I'm like. I know for a fact you guys are going to make fun of me. And they started to show me clothes that I'm like, never mind. I'll- <laughs> Where is this made? I'll-, I'll be the outlier. I'm not wearing that. I look like a 70s couch. Every- they- everything was crazy <laughs> patterns. And I'm like, guys, it's my first day. Ease me into this. I'm not. This is Paisley. You'll be in a silk white suit. Nope. Next page. I think you'd look great in that. Of course. We're not trying to make me effable. Just somebody that doesn't stand out because he's so out of date. I don't know how to wear suits. It has to be tighter. What size is your waist? 34, 33, 29. Wow, really? I'm going to squeeze me into that? You have to. You're going to be squeezing into (laughs) a lot of stuff.
3: We'll lube y'all up. Yeah, exactly.
0: You're just covered in Vaselines and jellies as they slide pants up your... This doesn't go over my thighs. Ow! (laughs) Ow! you got to zip your hog in there. Zip your hog in. Stop saying that.
2: Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No
0: membership. Fees. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat.